Hey everyone, it's Matthew here from Midland Pictures. Today we're gonna to be talking about the value mindset. So three years ago, I started this production company called Midland Pictures. Before that, I quit my job as post-production supervisor. I'm trying to freelance with production companies, ad agencies, anybody that will hire me to do editing work. And it's just not working out the way that I wanted. I'm not getting the types of gigs that I wanted. I'm not making the money I wanna make. I'm not getting to where I want to be. So I couldn't really come up with a roadmap for the kind of revenue and projects I wanted to be working on, especially while I'm working on my screenwriting at the same time. So after really thinking about it, I realized that the only way forward is to start my own production company and start working directly with clients. The value mindset is about thinking of yourself as a practitioner, someone who's there to diagnose the root cause of their problem and prescribe something that's going to solve that problem. And when we say the word value, we want to try to ascertain the value of that desired future state for the client. What is it worth to be able to solve the problem that they're having? And that's where we start looking at not only shifting our own mindset, but shifting the mindset of the client so that they're not thinking of the work you do as an expense, they're thinking of the work as an investment. And that investment, if it pays off, has real value, has real return for the client. It's not about the time and materials and adding up all those numbers to calculate a cost, an estimate, a bid, to tell them what it's gonna take to get what they need done. It's about saying, what is this going to do for your business? How is it going to transform things? And what impact is that going to have on revenue and other things that you value as a business leader? It's about the value of outcomes, not the cost of doing what you've been asked to do. Now, not every single filmmaker or storyteller is in a position to embrace this mindset. Some filmmakers are working with productized services. They're working with other creative agencies or design firms to execute on their behalf. So a lot of that stuff is dependent on budgets, time and materials, day rates, things like that. Now that's not to say that those outfits can't change how they price things, they certainly can. But this is for filmmakers that have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder, and I mean that in a good way. There's some real confidence in their craft and what they can do to bring value to a business to help them solve problems. And this usually means they're doing more than just execution. They're also handling some of the upfront work that you would typically see with agencies or other design firms, discovery, strategy, design, strategy especially. How are we gonna use this finished product, the video, to really move your business forward? What are the methods we're going to employ to exhibit it, to get it out there, to get attention with it, and move the needle for your business. This is the kind of mindset that can really create some inner satisfaction and get you the results for your business or your career that you're looking for. So the first place I want you to look for getting your head around the value mindset is with Blair Enns. Blair Enns wrote The Win Without Pitching Manifesto, and he also wrote a book called Pricing Creativity. He has lots of agency and creative firm experience, and his battles, his struggles really brought him to this new way of thinking and new way of approaching the work. And he has created a lot of great material and books and podcasts and YouTube episodes that really dive into this idea on how to price creativity. So the second person is Chris Doe over at The Future. He has really taken a lot of what Blair Enns talks about and incorporated into his worldview. He's also tapped into other individuals, some that I don't know about, but then a few more that are on this list to really try to understand what he is doing to move the needle for his clients and what that's worth as far as the price that they charge 
for the work that they do. Another person that's shown up on Chris Doe's YouTube channel is Jonathan Stark, and his brand is all about ditching hourly. If you've ever felt like hourly billing is nuts, there's a real simple analogy that you can use to understand why it's crazy. For me, the analogy is a taxi cab versus an Uber. When you get into a taxi, the meter's running. You have no idea how much the trip is gonna cost, and you also don't know if the cabbie is going to take the most direct cheapest route to get to where you want to go. So you're filled with anxiety during the ride. How much am I going to pay for this? And can I trust the cabbie to go the, the most efficient route to get to, to get me the result I want, which is to arrive at my destination safe and sound and inexpensively. With Uber, you might pay a bit of a premium, but you at least know the price up front. So while you're riding in your Uber, you don't have the anxiety that you would wondering how much this is going to cost. I think what people don't discuss is that's part Part of the real draw to Uber, you know what the price is when you ask for the ride on the app. There's no question mark at the end, so you can ride with peace of mind as you get to your destination. So why would we wanna do that to our clients? Why would we want to charge them hourly and just have the meter running, giving them a ton of anxiety? We're incentivized to work more hours. They're incentivized for us to work less. It's a conflict of interest that really strikes at the core of that relationship and makes it fundamentally flawed. To learn more about that, definitely check out Jonathan Stark and Ditching Hourly. So another great resource is Video Warriors with Marcus Rideout. This is a Facebook group that you can join and you can buy some materials or enroll in Marcus's class. He really takes the value-based approach with all of his clients. There's a few things that he does in the meetings with his clients that aren't quite in alignment with the way that I like to work. He likes to close the deal on the spot and he usually only gives one price. His one price is based on the value that him and the client have talked about creating through the video work that they're going to do but I much prefer a proposal and three options approach, three price options approach. For me, that feels a little bit less salesy and it just feels like it has a, a little bit more of a professional polish. That's not a dig against Marcus that he's not professional, but I just don't personally feel, feel like asking for the sale in the room is the way that I want to go. The last resource that I want you to take a look at is Joel Pilger's RevThink, which is an awesome resource, both in podcast, website, and then they also have classes and, and things that you can enroll in and pay to enroll in to help get business coaching and training that you might need to take your business to the next level. But they really wanna work with firms that at least have two people that are heading up the agency or have a couple of employees, people that are on kind of a higher level than I am right now, probably because the value that they're going to create for those businesses is something that they can actually afford to invest in. They're not as close to the edge as some smaller businesses or single owner businesses are, and there's room for them to collaborate. But Joel has an awesome podcast. He's really great about responding on social media and on YouTube, and he has a ton of experience running a production company, working with agencies and clients, suffering through some of those difficult relationships in order to get to the place where he could say, we're here to solve problems, not do projects. And that's something that Joel talks about specifically. The other thing that he talks about is the three R's, real revenue and relationships. These are the three things that you should think about every time that you have a lead or a meeting with a client. Are they going to be good for my real, my relationships, and my revenue? And if they don't check all three boxes, you should say no to the project which is something that is very scary to people who are not in the value mindset. We feel like we should take every job that's thrown at us. We should try to be able to be flexible and negotiate and sacrifice things in order to hit the budgets that they are proposing. 
And Joel says, none of that. If you want to be successful, it's all about the three R's. And he also talks a lot about how to better position your company. You need to talk about what your company does in very special and unique ways. You can't just be a generic, we're a production company that serves the creative needs of blah, 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 blah. All kinds of places have that exact same copy on their website. What is it that you do specifically that is different than everybody else that sets you apart? That's your superpower that adds value to the clients that you serve. If the value mindset is something that you have thought about, or maybe it's something that you've felt and you haven't been able to articulate, why do I feel this way? I need some words to kind of describe this feeling, this thing that's going on with me, because that's how I felt. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was there. And although I'm still struggling to implement it, I'm stumbling through meetings at times to really shift how the conversation goes with potential clients writing proposals versus estimates, there's a lot to learn. And it's very important for you to think about cross-fading into this mindset instead of doing a hard cut. I did a little bit of a hard cut because I was so excited to implement this, and some of my clients fell off because of it because you really can't transition them from time and materials-based pricing, the sort of commodity mindset that they have about you, they think of you as a vendor, into more of the collaborator mindset where you are someone that they're going to collaborate with to help solve problems. You can't really shift your clients from one way of thinking to the other about you because the price goes up and they just don't understand why that's the case. With that, I'll close things out. There's gonna be a lot of links in the description to some of these resources, so please check them out. If you like this video, hit the like button. If you're not a subscriber, click the subscribe button and hit the bell so that you can get notifications every time we upload a video. Again, thanks everyone for watching and until the next video, I will see you soon.